seaside by the shore the shop sells taffy and nothing more but down the way you can blow some glass it's a podcast if you want songs about vampire backpacks call gary b now if you want to talk about midnight snack slacks call gary b now and if you want some sour patch gum call gary b now but if you want some cumberbatch fun call someone else now <laughs> hey everybody it's me brayden cameron i'm with gary uh, we're the hosts of teenage doit bags Hey, that, that's the most accurate Garrity yet. It, <laughs> you think and so? it focuses on yeah, and it focuses on elements of me that aren't just uh, diabetes. <laughs> so, I'm, uh, <laughs> like, I'm a little one trick. Uh, no, I appreciate no that you you just proven that you're not. Mm. Okay, well I'll br- I'll bring you're, you're, diabetes next time. Yeah, that's okay. Please do, <laughs> please do. Uh, hi everybody. Um, yeah, welcome. Teaser bags. This is the first time we're recording this in a new apartment. No, it's not. But it's the first time that's very close to when Brayton will be moving in. Right. I mean, we're going to be teenage roommate bags. We are teenage soon. (laughs) (laughs) Is that is uh, that sounds like? I guess the closest thing is like I'm thinking of like a laundry bag, and you know we have laundry at the apartment. Yeah, I'm looking at some right now. Teenage laundry bags is a bad idea. Teenage laundry bags is a bad idea. Teenage uh, roommate bags. Sticking with that. Okay. The uh, yeah, I and uh, I'm excited to be recording this very special episode on a very infamous song. Yeah, it's well, it's it's a song that we too promised. Yes. Uh, so at this point, you probably this know promise it is. is is inherent in the uh, in the concept of the show. Like if you when you heard about the idea of this and you're like, hold the phone. Yeah. Two people I've never heard of are going to talk <laughs> about '90s videos sometimes. Um, oh, holy shit! This I gotta see. Uh, and once you heard that premise, you were just like, "This is the song they're gonna do." Yeah. Even um, though our our show was named after a different '90s song. Yes, yeah, and that it, it predates the '90s. Yes. So all those things, despite all those things, it is still, uh, you know, I get, I get it. You guys knew this was coming. Before we get into the story of the video, I want to kind of talk about the video in ge- in a general term, uh, and the, the angle I'm going for requires me to go through this path, Gary. Let me ask you this question: mm-hmm. Do you think? The Spin Doctors are a jam band? I think that they're disguised as one. Hmm. I don't think they are. I've heard other songs are not singles. Yeah. And they don't have enough, like, space to jam. Okay. It's interesting you say that. can't enter the space jam. Because this video in particular is four minutes and, like, 16 seconds long or something like that. It is. And the guitar solo is about 35 seconds, which makes it about what, like? One eighth? Yeah, an eighth. 16%? An eighth of the entire song is just a single guitar solo. And then the outro of the song itself is a minute, which is, you know, obviously. The outro is really, really long. Yeah, so it's a quarter of the entire video. Uh, is just the outro, and that's not including the last time that they sing the the chorus. 
That's just yeah. the outro. Uh, so I feel like this is a real representation of a jam band. So the so I don't think thirty seconds. I don't think one eighth of a song being a solo is actually that much. Hmm. I think that if you were to look, like actually pay attention to, and I could be wrong, but pay attention to those uh, proportions in future yeah. songs. I don't think it's that much. Um, the song has a lot of verses. Like, it has a lot of lyrics. A lot of space is given over to him, just kind of dippy-dop-dooping. Yeah. Um, there's there's that, and, and the chorus itself is, like, 16 lines long or something. It's, it's really long. And it has the longest drum fill. Like, it has that, <laughs> like, all the drum fills in the song I hate. But yeah. I can feel it. Oh, that's I wish. That's one of my notes here is my least favorite drum fills. Because it also has that thing that begins. Like, that beginning drum fill that's so famous. Would you say that you're. Your most favorite drum fill would be Phil Collins. Uh, he is my favorite drum fill, as in. Or would it be like Philip Selway from Radiohead? Is that his name? Uh, certainly not that. That would, he would not be my favorite drum <laughs> fill. Um, Brayden, you know, all this talk of drum fills reminds me of an elevator pitch I have for you. Oh, go on. Gary and Brayden are friends with ideas. Okay, Brayden. We uh, we live in a town with multiple fast food restaurants, and one of our partners in innovation is Kentucky Fried Chicken, mm. right? You guys all, we all know about that, their famous chicken. Um, yeah. It's got the 16 recipes. Um, it's crunchy on the outside and sweet and greasy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and KFC's advertising needs some help, I think, because right now, all their advertising just focuses on how their food will make you full. And makes no claims as to their flavor. Mm. Like, everything is just like, uh, here, you know, it's, it's a $5 fill-up. Yeah, and, and this is like, a, well, they're shooting here's a great value. Yeah, the, the $20 family fill-up. Like, need mm. your family to shut up about hunger? Buy them this fill-up. That's mm. why I want to help them partner with Pitch Industries to create a mascot I like to call $5 fill-up. And like $5 so fill-up is a character who talks about the flavor of KFC as part of their $5 fill-ups. Oh, that that's very good. That's very good. Yeah. So so he's just, it, it's not so much, I don't have a, a tagline or anything, he's just going to sit there, you know, we have it like, it'll fill up your family, and then $5 fill-up shows up and be like, this $5 fill-up will also taste good and fill up your family. Can I'm I, $5 fill-up. What are you imagining for the mascot to look like? Because I have a few <laughs> ideas. I'm imagining a very strong man uh, with a lump of mashed potatoes instead of a head. <laughs> well, I was thinking either uh, a gas station attendant or an anthropomorphic gas pump. Yeah, I, I like that as well. Yeah, I mean it's a little it's a little out there, but it sticks more with the pun of Philip being about filling up. Yeah, I like that as well. Um, gas gas tank. Let's make it a gas tank that when you uh, when you uh, operate it, it pumps mashed potatoes. <laughs> What's the difference? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what should happen. That's and, and then so five dollar. It's the commercial for the five dollar fill up. Five dollar fill up show like gets wheeled out by a couple of orderlies, and he's like, "This chicken's good. Here, hook up to my pump. 
And then the family comes up and just grabs the, the nozzle and then just uh, spreads mashed potato-y goodness all over their dinner plates. Yeah, this is a really good idea because there could actually – the way I'm thinking about it is that uh, $5 fill-up works at a mash station and uh, <laughs> where there's mashed potatoes. And, and then you yep. could build a whole play set that you could sell during like uh, – or not during, but uh, with uh, kids' meals. Yeah, and he used to be uh, he used to be part of a uh, army field hospital in the Korean War, and then he eventually was uh, honorably discharged after uh, realizing that suicide is uh, painless. This is a really dark storyline for kids' toy, but you know one of the lessons that we don't teach kids often enough is that. They're going to die. So this is important, oh, yeah. too. You know, I think, Especially if they're just yeah. constantly filling up with $5 fill-ups instead of $5 fill-up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you like it. That's why we are such partners in innovation. Right. Brayton, let's talk about these guys, these doctors. Yeah. Because they didn't go to spin medical school for us just to call them you know, not pay attention to them. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I think it's, it's best to start with, um, well, the storyline, right? Where, where, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, Gary, because the storyline, uh, it kind of goes off the rails pretty early. I, um, I, I got confused very quickly. Because, um, uh, specifically of one character, are you thinking the same thing I am? Um, the guy who comes in? No. And then the lady who's there? Yeah. The other lady? Yes. Yes, the lady who's the other lady. The card lady? The woman who's holding the, oh, like, action The haunted cards, harlequin. Yes, the haunted harlequin yes. who uh, shows up and is also some sort of, like, it seems like fate fate master who's, like, is a, pulling she, strings. She's like Delirium from The Sandman. Like, I could see that, yeah. Yeah. So, well, before we get to that, I, I want to spend a moment talking about atmosphere. Okay. Um, because the first kind of area that shows up and, and uh, you know, where, where it's, it's, it's do all the establishing shots, I was really expecting the Ninja Turtles to come in and wish these teens <laughs> a turtle Christmas. Because <laughs> it's very similar to that. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're in this weird, like, kind of, like, industrial warehouse, underground-y sort of place that's obviously very cold because everyone's wearing, like, jackets and hats. Everyone's wearing, pon- like, 90s ponchos. It. Do you know where the Spin Doctors are from? Yeah, it's really surprising. Uh, New, New York City. Okay. I would have New York thought Seattle. San Francisco? Francisco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. Berkeley? Yeah. That was my thought. Yeah, Berkeley would make sense, especially, well, just the one guy. Yeah, yeah, because the guy I like to refer to in my notes as this fucker. Who's <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the, like, to my mind... One of the hardest to look at, like, video protagonists we've had well, on this show. I have yeah. a really hard time with this guy. He's, like, scrabbly orange, you know, goddamn travesty of a beard. Yeah. And his stupid hat yeah. and his dumb blanket he's wearing. Yeah. Like, and it, I just, like, ugh. Yeah, and I, but it's the opposite um, in a different video that he's in that you sent me, where he's clean-shaven yeah. and looks uh, like... I don't know, like a young Eric Stoltz. Yeah, well, he, here's the here's the thing about uh, gingers, and like I've said this before, some of my best friends are gingers. They're great, but I don't feel like they age well most of the time. 
Mm. Like nobody, all of our bodies fall apart. Nobody ages really well. I feel like red-haired people tend to age worse than other people, though. Like there's a bonaducing effect. <laughs> what about a, a David Caruso? He's still a handsome man. Well, I mean, there are exceptions, right? Sure. But for every exception, you get like Clint Howard staring in the <laughs> eye, you know. Well, he um, didn't have a good start. <laughs> no, he didn't. Well, that's what that's my point. You're actually segueing because I think this guy has a really bad start. Okay. Like he just like his the. I understand I'm colorblind, but the his, the quality of his beard and mustache yeah. is so similar in tone to the quality of his skin that yeah. it just looks like he's got a regular face with some disease. Like if you just catch him out of the corner of your eye. Yeah, like it's a it's a real. I know we established he's a redhead, but it's a real blonde beard situation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the you, saw thing. A, you saw the Martian, yeah. right? Yeah. And that real yeah. like just gross Matt Damon beard. <laughs> it's disgusting. Like, it's repulsive, and it doesn't, like, there's a lot of DNA here with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is just, it's just a repulsive, scrabbly beard. And it's like, it's not against, like, you can even have a red beard and have it look cool. It just has sure. to be thicker and fuller than this. Yeah. Um, and you just have to, like, look like, you also have to, like, the, one of the, my next note is, uh, I want to wipe the smiles off all these people's faces. Wow. <laughs> it just, yeah, I don't, I don't like how happy any of these guys are. I don't know. <laughs> this, this, this inspired a lot of anger in me. Yeah. Like, not real anger, but, like, annoyance. Like, I thought, I think this is one of the most annoying. And we did that lit video. Yeah. I think it's one of the most annoying-looking bands that we've is, ever talked about on the show. Okay, uh, better, okay, well, uh, okay, let's play guessing game. <laughs> I'm a guessing boy, and I live in a guessing land. Good riddles in my heart, and enigmas in my hand. And if you want to live in Wealth or stealth or fame You play along with my simple guessing game Guessing Hey, Brayden, lay this guessing game on me. Okay. Um, let me try to remember exactly where we were. I apologize. Okay. Uh, here's, here's the guessing game. Uh, I want you to let me guess if you think that the uh, spin doctors are better or worse than... Uh, shit. I just had Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, exactly. No boy. Uh, <laughs> root. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you yeah, want better, me to let yeah. you guess? Yeah. Whether you think okay. the spin doctors are better or worse? Okay. Than root. Okay. Let me. Here <laughs> 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 this moral conundrum. All right. Um. Okay. I'm gonna. I go ahead. Yes. Let's okay. go. Like guess. Riddle me this. I think you like. The Spin Doctor is more than Rusty Root. You're right. Okay. Good. And I'll, I'll tell you why. The thing about the Spin Doctors is that their obnoxiousness is concentrated in one man. <laughs> like, the rest of the guys look fine to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I, like, they're, they're goofballs. Like, they're, they're really, you know, just, they're going along with it. They're complicit. Yeah. But Rusted Root was just like a congress of assholes who gathered in the desert one day to, you know, <laughs> pass terrible laws yeah. uh, on the sand and the silt. The uh, the Spin Doctors, it's just this one main Spin Doctor guy who I find yeah. 
so so very very hard to look at or think about. Okay. Okay. So I I'm glad I was right. That's right. There were a lot I'm of glad things. You were <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm glad I'm glad you're right too. Okay. We we can get into the story. I just needed to I need to camp out on a, a minute at least on uh how how bad this guy is and looks. Yeah. I Google image search spin doctors. I have that in the background yeah. of my, you know, browsing right now. Okay. Uh just to continuously remind me <laughs> of what Hunter Pence looks like. Oh, that's such a bad name. Yep. It's just, it's a. Well, it that, is, well actually, no, that's not his name. That, for some reason, he shows up as, oh, because there's a guy who looks like him. Oh, okay. So his name is Chris Barron. But Chris the. Um, fine. Yeah, that's fine. But there, for some reason, when you Google image search him, Hunter Pence shows up as well. Yeah. Hunter who Pence is a like baseball player who looks exactly like him. Weird. Okay. Because to tie it back, Hunter Pence sounds like the name of an Eric Stoltz villain in the in the eighties movie, right? <laughs> it, it definitely does. Like from Mask to Revenge. <laughs> it's like him in his Hall of Mirrors, where it just looks like normal versions of him. He was that was the one movie where he wasn't evil, right? Well, that's it. He turns though. Oh, sure. At the- um, I meant Mask was the one oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, the character, the character turns. Yeah. Like, uh, he, he, see, he gets close to death, but they bring him back with the defibrillators, and he's seen the other side. And it's and like Pet Cemetery. It's a lot. Uh, you know, some stoltz is hot to stodia. Some stoltz are kind of... Okay, so uh, the crew is all mm-hmm. dancing around inside of this warehouse. I felt like the guitarist kind of looked like uh, Winter Prince uh, because, like, I don't know, that fuzzy jacket it just had a kind of a military cut, and he had this sort of, like, just curly mop of hair playing guitar. Did you not feel that? I, I can kind of see it, for sure. He yeah. also uh, is, like, concentrating on playing guitar. Yes. Like, several people in this band, unlike most music videos, like, I think that they didn't lip... Like, I think they might have actually been playing because they seem mm-hmm. to be very focusing. Yeah. Which I can't tell if I like that or not. Uh, yeah. It, well, it, yeah. yeah. So, so the story, right? So the, right. the, the doctors have spin, the spin doctors, mm-hmm. hanging out in this, this diner, and there's a waitress there um, who I think is the little Miss, little Miss Can't Be Wrong lady. There would be no a sassy waitress. To know. It would be a crossover. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, 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 the spindiverse. Like, yeah. Um, but the first thing I thought of, like, here is, like, don't hit on service industry people. Like, a waitress can be nice to you, but that doesn't mean she likes you. Right. It's your job to be nice. Don't hit on them. You know, and they're being really insistent. They give her her own flower. Like, yeah. she works there, though. Like, it's like you gave her a sugar packet or something. Like, she had to lay out that flower. Now she just gets to put it back when the spin doctors leave. Like, <laughs> right, right. You know, you're not doing her any favors with that shit. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just the it's the gesture, right? She's just caught up in all of the brain chemicals to be attracted to him already, so she just yeah. as- well, ascribes extra meaning to it, right? I admire Chris Barron's restraint in that he's not the protagonist of this video. Yes, like it's 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 the you know it's the the bald black dude, which I like. It's just Chris Barron just like makes yeah. stupid faces and like jump around on the stairs and pretend to hold up statues yeah. and stuff while. The actual story happens in the background. Yeah, and, and he is, uh, his name is Mark, the the bass player, right? Is that yeah. on one of the cards? Yeah, yeah, I think his name is Mark. Okay. Uh, yeah, it I kind of makes sense because he is singing this song from, uh, like, a third person. Or, no, he's not, is he? No. 
No, he, yeah. well, it's kind of weird because he's referring to two princesses, but then he's also talking about himself, like marry him or marry me. Right. I'm the one that loves you, baby, can't you see? I'm the one that loves you, baby, can't you see? Yeah. Ding, ding. ding. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Endless drum fill. <laughs> um. So, and the the song is the song is all chorus. Right. Right. Like, what's what's the chorus of this song? Uh, if you want to call me baby, go ahead now. If you uh, want to tell me maybe, go ahead now. If you so, so, want to buy that, me that's flowers. definitely the chorus, but it's the same same meter and music of the one two, prince near before you, which right. is like the whole song. That's true. And until you get to the outro. <laughs> until you marry him or marry me. Right. So, but yeah, structurally it's got some problems. There's, it wasn't until I had watched this video multiple times in a row when I realized how boring it was. It uh, is, it is, because it's, it's, they don't, like, it, it, there's not very much of a plot. Like, the 90s story song video is something we're very familiar with. Right. Here at, at Teenage Dirtbag Industries. Um, and this one starts off, it's like, okay, like, guy's sitting on a, on a waitress. Yeah. Uh-oh, big black dude came in. Yeah. Um, what's going to happen? Well, they're going to abandon this whole plot that they've set us up with. Yeah. To go, like, with this other, this, because it, it's, is it, so maybe I missed something, because I didn't get a chance to watch it multiple times. Okay. Um, it's a different girl, right? No, she's just dressed up. Does she, she changes? Like, does she do, like, a... She just changes instantly, her clothes? Yeah, it's kind of, as soon as she gets into the fancy, it's supposed to be a limousine, but we never really see it, right? Uh-huh. Uh, she gets into there and then just kind of changes clothes, and then, like, when she shows up later in, like, a fur coat, right? When she goes, when, when they go rowing. Yeah. For, I could have swore that there's a scene, like, the diner, like, the guy comes in, the waitress is there, and then another girl kind of walks out. <laughs> From somewhere else. <laughs> I thought it was the same girl. Maybe like that was a retake, and they just got someone who looked similar, and I didn't you're, even you're notice. Probably so right because what I think doesn't make any sense at all. But like, I really okay. thought another girl well, came out, so I was like, yeah. "Oh, so now they're against, what's even going on? Like, I've lost all point of reference for anything. Nothing yeah. means nothing." Yeah, I, I mean, there's two girls in the in the cafe or diner or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but. But you're one of them is that haunted Harlequin, right? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And nobody wants to. There are no princes before her, like other than like the princes of hell, or, or something <laughs> like that. Like there's, you know, that's not like that's the kind of thing you would you lean in to, you know, you lean in to kiss her and just pull back a skeleton mouth. <laughs> you know, there's there's no way you get away with that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's bad news all around. If you. Lean in to kiss her, baby. <laughs> you skeleton mouth now. Uh, yeah. You you had a jaw, now you just had teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that the teeth are just still floating there. Yeah, that's the way I imagine it. Maybe it was a... Uh, uh, yeah, never mind. Let's not get into it. Um, okay, so the storyline progresses by... Uh, the woman leaves with this large man. Uh, yeah. Drives away, Mark gets on a bicycle, uh, and chases yep. after him. Um, then they're, they're rowing, and Mark is again chasing after them, trying to convince this woman not to friend zone him. 
Yeah, he, um, these are the these are the princes. By the way, if, for people who don't know. Yes. Yes. This is even though it seems like they're not princes, it's a metaphor and, and well, the, one, uh, and, the large guy doesn't seem to do anything. He just kind of shows up. They go off yeah, together and they take their own attracted date. to him like based on his gravity, like <laughs> it has nothing to do with his personality or anything. He doesn't even have to say anything. Well, I mean, they might have known like, each other before. We didn't one. release the video before this. <laughs> I guess that's true. Like, talks to you and gives you flowers. Just go ahead now. But this one, he's just real big. <laughs> just <showed> up <laughs> he just show up fat now. And yeah. that's all it takes now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you'll so, be, and good for him. Like, as a man of carriage, like, I... Anytime I go into a room, waitresses go sailing with me. Like, it's not even a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so they're on, the, they're on the boat, and there's a really strained argument boat, con- like, scene, right? Where, like, yeah. there's no way for two grown men to have an argument uh, on two separate boats where it's going <laughs> to look cool. No. Which, even if that wasn't just inherently true, that would be a law in international waters. Like, it. It, it, like that that is necessary. Um so yeah, no, they don't look cool, but we're coming up on the 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 bridge, right? Yes. Yes. Where it's just people having fun for a little while. Like <laughs> <laughs> This is a, yeah, but this is like the the thirty five second guitar solo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really sneaking in. It strikes me as like the kinds of things that, you know, if you're like a kid in the nineties and you're, you know, fourteen, you're like What'd be a cool thing we can do when we rent out this v- this camcorder from AV Club? Well, I know. Let's drop a bunch of leaves on it and then show that in reverse. Yeah, but let's you know? do it in color when the rest of our video is in black and white. Yeah, like this is this is the you know just the fun part of the song because the rest of it was like this grim death march. You know, <laughs> we really need to up the fun in the middle of this. But then they co- they cool it right back down. They do cool it back down. Um, there's a part where the, uh, the spin guy, like they're dancing on some stairs. Yeah. I've got a note here where it says spin boy holds disc, which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah. him pretending to hold up that statue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I don't care for. Um, uh, there's, there's the one, uh, spot where they're playing on the stairs in particular, where, uh, I believe the bass player is laying down and, uh, um, lead spinner, jumps from like two stairs up over him and there's there was a part of me where my stomach was just like oh no <laughs> like <laughs> like don't jump on the stairs what are you wait imagine this video like it, it's the same up to that point and then at that point he lands on him trips and falls <laughs> and then, and it's, then just, it's just them like having a fun time rushing to the hospital and shit <laughs> like two doctors just, before you they would have yeah, they would have edited the video so that it would have happened on the drum fill. Like, he would have tumbled <laughs> yeah, up. Down the stairs. This one has got two broken arms now. Yeah, he'll never walk now. And that's basically it, right? That's basically it for the video. There's a little yeah. bit of interesting stuff about the band and the song's legacy, though. Mm-hmm. Brayton? But, yeah, go ahead. Well, before we get into that, yeah, I think it's time to c- continue our journey mm-hmm. and figure out which Pokemon is cuter. Mr. Mom and Pikachu, I think one is gross and I think the other is cute. Some Pokemon, they ain't that cute, but I think some are. 
How about you, Cabo Tops? Gary, I'm really glad that you brought that up, but in celebration of two princes, uh, in celebrating two princes, why don't we do two brackets? Oh, <laughs> two brackets. <laughs> Four Pokemon before you. Yeah. It's Russia Ram now. <laughs> Not quite. Are you ready? Okay. This is a, I'm a, ready. a, a reminder of what happened last time. Uh, Curder went up against Fru-Fru and was defeated. I believe that was Gerder. Sorry. It's a misspelling on my part. That happened, right? Yep, yep. That's okay. the way. That's the way. <laughs> I remember. No, no, I, no. I think so. the last one was Cresselia versus Magmar. Chris Elliot. Cresselia, the like. Uh, oh, song. <laughs> I really like Chris Elliot versus Magmar. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I think, think that's we did. a good idea in general. But yeah, I don't think we did Girder versus Furfru, right? Yeah, and I don't think Chris Elliot has made it into the which Pokemon is cutest brackets just yet. I wish, I wish he had. Uh, yeah. But okay, so this week, I apologize, is uh, Girder versus Fru-Fru. I think this is going to be a pretty easy one. Okay, just pulling them up to remind me. Girder, he's a disgusting, like, muscle tumor Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> and Fru-Fru. On the subject of, of Girder, I was watching uh, an episode of, like, Did You Know Gaming? That was about Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Talking about how, uh, I think Girder's in uh, black and white, where the city most resembles um, New York City. So it was kind of an homage to New York City construction workers of the, like, 20s and 30s and 40s. I watched that same video. Oh, hey! So I just told you something you already knew, and thank you for that. No, but not the audience didn't know. Yeah, well, now, they they probably all watched that video, too. Yeah, that might be true. Okay, I'm going to give it to to Furfro. Furfro. Mm. Uh, I don't like poodles, but boy, Girder is disgusting. Um, yeah, he's 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 just like a a muscular testicle that like walks around, curse me out. I don't like his veins. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you at all. It is fur frow. I apologize for mispronouncing that all That's the time. Okay. Uh, let's do the second one. This one was second bracket. Let's hear that theme song one more time. Mr. Mom and Pikachu, I think one is gross and I think the other is cute. Some Pokemon, they ain't that cute, but I think some are. How about you, Cobbletops? <laughs> okay, uh, what's the uh, second bracket, my friend? Okay, it is Typhlosion, Typhlosion versus Barbarail. Okay, pulling these bad boys up. Okay, there's a Typhlosion. He's kind of like a fire weasel. Mm-hmm. I think I remember him. And then Barbaral. Yeah. Um, can you, Brayton, can you spell Barbaral for me? Uh, B-A-R-B-A-R-A-L-E. Okay. Oof. Did this you find Yes. Okay. Uh, this is also not that hard. I'm going to have to give this one to Typhlosion. Really? Um, over Bar... Oh, oh, no, no. I pulled up um, Barbaracle because it auto-completed. Have you ever seen a Barbaracle? Oh, you're right. Maybe that was what it was supposed to be. Let's just say it is. <laughs> yeah, I think it is supposed to be Barbaracle because Barbarella is not showing up. Okay, I apologize. So, and Barbaracle is terrifying and worth talking about. It has. It's like a, It has uh, all hands. It's just its head is a hand. Uh, its hands are hands. Its feet are yep. hands. The the head is a hand thing is really wigging me out. Yeah, I don't care for that one bit. Um, and he also like this guy. Yeah, it's really weird. His he other evolves hands are... from a cliff that has two hands growing out of it. 
okay. into two cliffs with six hands and a seventh head hand growing out of it. You know, I'm looking at this guy, and I know he's a Pokemon, but I, yep. I'm thinking he's definitely a Bakugan. He's, he's, <laughs> if, if, uh, you know, you're right. If you, if you weren't right, it'd be time for one of our segments, Pokemon or Bakugan. But <laughs> since you're right, we don't have to go into that segment just yet. That I'm segment will show up in the future. Doesn't look like a normal po- Pokemon to me. He looks no. like oh, a, yeah, like looks a, like, or like a Yu-Gi-Oh. cartoon or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's really ugly. Typhlosion wins easy, <laughs> okay. even though he's, he's fire type, which is not the cutest type. He's a real cutie. He's got those crazy eyes. Yeah, he does. He does look like he like, you know, he might be a little bit uh, a little bit wild, but I can handle that. And if you you assume that the, this lightning fur coming off his back isn't hot, yeah, um, he would be a good snug. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A little yeah. miscamp. You're wrong. Video, mm-hmm. or rather, the song Two Princes. Did you ever watch the Sarah Silverman program? Uh, I did. I I think I only watched like three or four episodes, but yeah. There's one where uh, they're neighbors, so they mm. have two neighbors. It's um, it's Diva G and Brian Fusain. Yeah. And they're giant orange gay guys mm. who like don't exhibit any gay stereotypes at all. And I love I love them as characters. They're very funny to me. Yeah. And they're great. And at one point, Steve G is you know Brian Fusain walks around with his iPod on all the time. Yeah. And Steve G's like, you know, he leaves the room with his iPod. He's like, what are you listening to? And he picks up his iPod. And it is filled with just copies of Two Princes. Like, he's scrolling through hundreds and hundreds of entries that just say Two Princes. And he, he finds out, and the episode's all about him dealing with the fact that his partner only listens to Two Princes and has been listening to Two Princes over and over every single time he's seen him with headphones for their entire friendship. That's uh, awful. It was, it was really funny. It's, it's a real good episode. But can you yeah. imagine? No, that's... That's terrible, especially it's just a waste of space. Why Why would you do that? Why would you have the same song copied over and over? Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely a waste of space. But, <laughs> but this, I this guess you're going to only put one song on there. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well. Like, what, like, what are you going to use that space for? I mean, it's just a regular iPhone. You know, you can't even uh, put games on it. Or an iPod. The um, So the song has been, uh, the other thing that I found out today is that the song has been covered by the Spin Doctors for a lot of educational TV. Yes. So there's a version on Bill and I, the science guy, uh, where there are the eye doctors, and the song is Two Eyes instead. Yes. Which doesn't is, have quite the same ring. Yeah. This is the, the... It was like a kid band covering the song, right? No, no, it's those guys. They just they, they look a little different because it's later. I thought they were kids. No, no, they're kids. Well, there are kids. I think the main the lead singer is actually the main guy, though. So there might okay. be some other kids in the background, but the main dude is the main dude. Okay. Yeah. And then the other one is them on Sesame Street talking about how fun it is to share. Yes. Um, and that one is three and a half minutes long. So, like, if you were watching Sesame Street, I can imagine getting pissed and just being like, when will this end? I mean, it's shorter than the regular song, which is nice. Uh, which is nice. Because four and a half minutes is too long for this song. Yeah, and there's a lot of intro. At least a minute and a half. Some outro, yeah. Um, yeah. So you're missing out on a lot of the song, um, which I think is is fine. I think that's exactly that's why it's three minutes is because they yeah. cut the minute outro that you you measured and the guitar solo. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. It would yeah, kind so of work out. Yeah. 
Good job, Sesame Street. Yeah, and then uh, change the wor- words to be about a, a polyamorous relationship instead of uh, uh, strict monogamy that the yeah. original suggests. That's what the Sesame Street cover does. <laughs> They're t- talking about, uh, you know, why not have as many princes as you want? Right. Stop, you know? stop letting society dictate what you do with your love life. Yeah, or how many princes you get. As many princes as you want. Boo. Uh, yeah. I want to go back and talk about the happy Harlequin for a second. Okay. Or the haunted Harlequin, I'm sorry. Um, Gary, I'm going to take you into a, a realm of disbelief and wonder, because I, I want to do a fake conspiracy theory about this character. Birthers, truthers. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Moon landing? I don't think so. What really happened at the Grassy Knoll? The Bilderberg Group. The Build-A-Bear Group. Illuminati. Illuminati's House of Pies. Secret, secret, secret. Ah, spooky. All right, Brayton. The theme song got me pumped. Tell me your theory. Okay. Well, here's the thing. She represents, to me... Uh, the indication that two princes is actually about two penises, and I will tell you why. Okay, so the Haunted Harlequin looks a lot like the lead singer of Four Non-Blondes, Linda Perry. Now, you're going to be thinking to yourself, Linda Perry, what's she been up to? Well, she married Sarah Gilbert, who played uh, Darlene on Roseanne, and Roseanne didn't have two princes. It had two Beckys, and Becky, according to... Uh, Urban Dictionary stands for fellatio, so uh, penis inside of a mouth. A popular piercing for penis is something called a Prince Albert. Two princes, two penises. This is why is this the most plausible conspiracy theory we've done? Because like, <laughs> really I I didn't just make it up as I went along. I actually did some research. Okay. <laughs> that's a very succinct and accurate answer to that. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'll buy it. And there are those those guys that have two hot dogs and one bun, if you know what I mean. Like mm. that, that's a thing that happens nope. from time to time. Okay. So it doesn't yes. doesn't have to be two two dudes necessarily. Even it could just be one guy with a, you know, one fourth of a hydra, hanging from his waist. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. It could be that. Yeah. So Gary, I think you're right. I, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my uh, fake conspiracy theory. I appreciate it. Anytime. Anytime. Do you um do you have much left to to say about Two Princes? I, I have nothing left. We to didn't say talk about the video so much, but it is really boring. I I have a lot of contempt for this song. Um, uh-huh. You know. Yeah, I, I listened to it at work, and after the first time, I muted it. Yeah. The other few times. <laughs> just so, like, I didn't want someone to, like, walk by and be like, why are you listening to that song? Over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Are it's, you it's, it? it's, in, it's intolerable. Um, one of my least favorite songs from the 90s. Yeah. There's not really, like, we, we covered it. The video is actually pretty boring. Uh, the dudes are unpleasant to look at. The storyline is, is weak at best. Uh, and the goofing around is, um, just, uh, gets, I don't like it. Yeah, I find it really annoying myself. I remember liking the song when I was a kid, but I think that's one of those things where it's just like, oh, it's jangly. Well, that, well and it's got, like, a Barney melody. Like, uh, it's just, you know, like, yes. that, that, 
Like it's it's just really you know that simple melody. The uh, I don't think you're a big uh, Tim and Eric fan, but their show Tom Goes to the Mayor. Mm-hmm. They had a um like a fake thing about hot like Bob Odenkirk was in a fake band that was obviously making fun of this, and he oh, did yeah. a song called Just Have a Dog. That was about having a hot dog when you're feeling down. When y'all feeling bad, do not just have a dog. Um, That reminds me of this. I'm getting distracted, Brayton. It's been a long day. It has been. If you're listening to this, you know all the things you can do to help out the show. Rate and review us on iTunes. Tweet about it. And uh, you can head over and support us financially at patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. But at the end of the day, after you've done those things, you may think that you've seen it all. However, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because every episode of Teenage Dirtbags ends with a onion poem by Brayton Cameron. Brayton? Is this episode any different? It is not any different. I would like to read you an onion poem I wrote today. Please do. Okay. This is uh, untitled. I could eat a peach all day. Onions are like ground peaches, so when I hang upside down, it's like the onion that eats me. We are what we eat. Who cooks for you? Who cooks for you? I am drunk and walking home. It is 40 degrees, and I'm wondering if you are outside. I should walk six blocks out of my way just in case. I cook two Supreme pizzas for myself, you know, for the whole week. Oh, I get your text as I pick off onions from another slice. Peach emoji, telephone emoji, booty call, or butt dial. Thank you. Very good. Very good. I, a lot of uh, like I like the darkly erotic imagery. It's so you're still shaking <laughs> off that curry from last time. I can't help it. He's part of me now. <laughs> um, very, very well done, Brayton. Good job. Thanks, Gary. Good job. Teenage Dirtbags. Good job. Yeah. Good night. Good night. <laughs>